Hi, welcome to BA Brew. This episode is an artificial intelligence or AI special. I'm a text-to-speech avatar, and the information and answers that I will provide originate from an AI tool, ChatGPT. Today I will be hosting the BA Brew and talking about AI in relation to the world of business analysis. Jonathan, Lisa and Pete will be asking me questions and will interject after I have read out the responses to each of these. To start with though, you may be wondering, what is artificial intelligence and what is ChatGPT? Artificial intelligence, AI, is a field of computer science that aims to create systems capable of performing tasks that normally require human intelligence. These tasks include learning from experience, machine learning, understanding natural language, natural language processing, recognizing patterns, pattern recognition, problem solving, and decision making. AI can be broadly categorized into two types. 1. Narrow AI, these are systems designed to perform a narrow task, such as voice recognition, recommendation systems, image recognition, etc. These systems can only perform the specific task they are trained on and cannot exhibit general intelligence. 2. General AI, these are systems that possess the ability to perform any intellectual task that a human being can do. They can understand, learn, adapt, and implement knowledge in various domains. As of my knowledge cutoff in September 2021, this type of AI is still theoretical and has not been fully realized. ChatGPT is an example of narrow AI developed by OpenAI. It's a language model based on the GPT, Generative Pre-trained Transformer, architecture. ChatGPT is trained on a large corpus of text data and can generate human-like text based on the input it's given. It can answer questions, write essays, summarize long documents, translate languages, simulate characters for video games, and even create poetry. It uses machine learning techniques to predict the likelihood of a word given the previous words used in the text, enabling it to generate coherent and contextually relevant sentences. However, it's important to note that while ChatGPT can produce human-like text and engage in dialogue, it doesn't actually understand the content in the same way a human does. It doesn't have beliefs, opinions, or consciousness. It generates responses based on patterns and information it has learned during its training. Well, that was informative, wasn't it? Um, I never knew uh, half of that, I must admit. Um, One of the things I've got as a bit of a struggle at this stage, I mean, that that sounds incredibly human-like, but I I feel I ought to be addressing uh, chat gpt with some sort of name but we 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 don't have a name for for it at the moment so we'll uh, we'll refer to it as chat gpt or the avatar for the time shall we yeah so so for the first question then we've got a few questions the first one is what benefits does ai offer uh, to the business analysis profession ai offers numerous benefits to the business analysis profession Here are some key ways in which AI can enhance the effectiveness and efficiency of business analysis. 1. Data analysis and insights. AI tools can analyze large amounts of data more quickly and accurately than a human can. They can identify patterns, trends, and relationships that may not be easily visible, providing valuable insights for decision-making. 2. Predictive analysis. Using machine learning and predictive modeling, AI can predict future trends and behaviors based on historical data. This can be extremely valuable in strategic planning, risk management, and resource allocation. 3. Automation of routine tasks. 
many tasks in business analysis, such as data collection, data cleaning, and basic report generation, can be automated with AI. This allows business analysts to focus on more complex, higher-value tasks that require human judgment and creativity. 4. Real-time monitoring and reporting. AI can enable real-time tracking of business performance metrics, providing instant alerts when key indicators fall outside of defined thresholds. This allows for faster identification and resolution of issues. 5. Enhanced decision-making. AI can support decision-making by providing detailed, data-driven insights and predictive analytics. This can help businesses make more informed and effective decisions. 6. Customer Behavior Analysis AI can help in understanding customer behavior and preferences through the analysis of customer data, enabling more effective customer segmentation and targeted marketing. 7. Improved Risk Management AI can help in identifying potential risks and anomalies in real-time, improving the risk management capabilities of a business. 8. Efficient Resource Allocation AI can help businesses to efficiently allocate resources by predicting future needs and optimizing usage based on historical data. Remember that while AI has the potential to bring great benefits, it's also crucial to consider the ethical implications and potential risks associated with its use such as data privacy issues, algorithmic bias, and the impact on jobs. Wow. I didn't know whether it was ever going to stop, actually. I was thinking, I wonder how many of these, if he's got like 53 or something, that it could be quite a long one, that. Because mm. <laughs> if you asked it to provide the 53 best ways that AI could help with business analysis, I presume it would give you the 53 probably ways. Yeah, probably would have found 53, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, one, one thing I'm quite excited about there, I, I don't know whether I'm excited or whether slightly perturbed, but I don't know. But a lot of that was about data. And, and I, as Jonathan will know, and Lisa, um, I've been banging on the data drum for quite some time as far as uh, BAEs and data analysis and things. So uh, I'm quite pleased to hear that uh, ChatGPT is my friend and um, uh, and soulmate in that area. <laughs> you found your soulmate, Pete. I found my soulmate in ChatGPT. <laughs> That's sad. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I, I was thinking straight away, I was thinking of things that like you find you know, like in the BA service framework where you've got your sort of high level services like I don't, requirements, process analysis, uh, problem statements, uh, business acceptance setting, that those six, I was expecting that kind of thing to come straight out. But actually, it's interesting that it, it helps with the lower level stuff than that. So the, the human BA can get on with those, those you know, delivering those services, um, sort of free for more meaningful, meaningful work. Because yeah, if, if we'd have asked it the question, okay, relative to the business analysis service framework, <clears throat> what could AI do in the field of situation investigation and problem mm. analysis, for example, yeah. it would have given a very different answer. So it's kind of, I suppose we've got to get very used to thinking about quite carefully, how do we ask questions to an AI and how do we interpret the results? And um, one of the things that I, I think that it might be really useful for, and I, I was reading about this on social media just earlier today, is it it's kind of like everyone's got access to a really clever personal assistant now and so for business analysts we've got if you've got access to the tool um access to a exceptionally intelligent personal assistant that can help you to do something and what i think it offers 
is it i don't think it replaces business analysts at all i can't see how an ai can engage and understand the complex human systems that we go in and investigate and and build relationships with all the stakeholders i can't see an ai doing that just yet maybe in the future it might but for every business analyst, we've now got access to this tool that can help us with some of these repetitive tasks, mm-hmm. help us to identify patterns in data um, and to see kind of a, a reflection on maybe some thoughts that we've got. We could ask AI for an opinion on those possibly, um, but um, I don't see it yet being, you know, it doesn't do everything that we need it to do to certainly replace a BA professional, but it's definitely to support existing professionals, I think it could be really, really useful and impactful, but we've got to get used to asking it questions and learning how to ask the questions and in, and interpreting the results. I think the, the other important thing about that as well, just, just carrying on from that, is that we've got to be pretty open-minded about what it comes back with. You know, I think there is, a tendency that if a machine gives you an answer and tells you something or calculates something for you that you yeah. sort of implicitly trust it mm. but of course there are limitations to to its capabilities and and you know you still have to use some human judgment to interpret mm. the answers that it's given you but I, I really like this idea of it being an extra tool for the BA uh, as, as an additional personal assistant i mean i i mean there's various things that i've kind of played with in the in the past and, and heard other people have, have done with it you know to to give you a kind of first cut framework for something you know mm. whether it be a, a cv or or a uh, you know a, a covering letter or writing a a verse for an anniversary card or whatever sometimes <laughs> it can give you a first cut um, and save you some time you, you know but yeah, it was, it was my birthday just yesterday, and uh, our IT manager, I believe, has used AI to write me a birthday message, and I think he's done that because I did that to him. <laughs> so, but the the messages that it gives you, if you are using it for that purpose, they 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 they're very kind of clunky, and you've got to have that human judgment to say, well, what am I actually going to put in the cover letter or the birthday message or the report that you're trying to write um, but you can have a bit of fun with it yeah yeah i'm intrigued now jonathan what what does your card say what was the message so i read out the birthday message um so this was from neil our it manager it says here's to another year of happiness success and excite- exciting moments both on and off the field keep cheering on leicester and may they continue to bring you thrilling victories have a truly fantastic birthday jonathan and that's from neil now Anyone that's followed Leicester City recently, and I am a season ticket holder on Leicester City for Leicester City, and I don't think I've disclosed that on the brew before. <laughs> they keep losing, so so bringing <laughs> thrilling victories is something that Leicester haven't been famous for doing, certainly over the last season, anyway. So it's that that context that it, it doesn't have that that broader context just yet, but it might obviously have that in the future. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I get it. I guess it's a, like a lot of these sort of machine learning applications and things, isn't it? It's um, you know, the the more 
um, the more questions and answers it, it, it finds out, the more it tunes its own understanding. Yeah. So in theory, it can only get better over time. And it's something that will continuously will. learn and grow, you know, which we love in business analysis, don't we? We love the growth mindset and learning and growth and all of those sorts of mm. things. So I'm quite, um, I'm quite excited about the, the future possibilities. Yeah, yeah. All right, shall I ask the second question then? Lisa, are you happy if I ask the second question? Okay. Right, okay. So the second question to our AI today is, what threats does AI pose to the business analysis profession? Are there any disadvantages of business analysts using AI to conduct their work? While AI offers many benefits, it also poses certain challenges and potential threats to the business analysis profession. Here are some of them. 1. Job displacement. As AI systems become more capable, they may automate some tasks currently performed by business analysts, potentially reducing the number of analysts required. However, it's more likely that the role of business analysts will evolve to work with and leverage these systems rather than be entirely replaced. 2. Skill requirements. The integration of AI into business analysis will require analysts to acquire new skills. Business analysts will need to understand how to work with AI, interpret its output, and integrate it into their decision-making processes. This could create a skills gap in the short term. 3. Data privacy and security. AI systems require large amounts of data, and this could increase the risk of data breaches or misuse of personal data, leading to potential legal and reputational risks. 4. Overreliance on AI. There's a risk that decision makers may rely too heavily on AI, without fully understanding its limitations. AI systems can make mistakes, and their output is only as good as the data they're trained on. They can also be opaque, making it hard to understand why they're making certain recommendations. 5. Algorithmic bias. AI systems can reflect and perpetuate existing biases in the data they are trained on leading to unfair or discriminatory outcomes. For instance, if historical sales data is biased against certain groups, an AI system using this data might make biased predictions. 6. Lack of explainability. Many AI models, especially those based on deep learning, are often described as black boxes because it's difficult to understand why they made a certain prediction. This lack of transparency can be a problem when making business decisions that need to be justified to stakeholders. 7. Cost of implementation. Implementing AI systems can be expensive. It requires investment in technology, data infrastructure, and skilled personnel, which might be prohibitive for some businesses. 8. Regulatory compliance. The use of AI can pose regulatory compliance challenges particularly in industries such as finance and healthcare where there are strict regulations around data usage and decision-making processes. It's important for business analysts to be aware of these challenges and to approach the use of AI critically and ethically, ensuring that they use these tools responsibly and effectively. Mm -hmm. Lots to unpack there. Wow, a lot, a lot of disadvantages, but actually I think there was, there was eight benefits as well, wasn't there? So that's, that's pretty even in terms of the, in terms of the numbers, at least. Mm -hmm. Quite a balanced view, wasn't it? And it, it seemed like, you know, a, quite a thoughtful view. I mean, whether you can think of AI, you know, being a thinking uh, machine, 
But um, you know, if if you were to talk to or interview someone, you know, with with some sort of background in AI, you, you'd you'd kind of get the the same answer. I mean, you know, I I, I kind of felt that sounded very much like a book that I've read recently. And, and Jonathan knows what I'm going to say here, mm -hmm. um, which is Hello World by <laughs> Professor Anna Fry, where she does take this sort of balanced view as to, you know, AI has some real benefits, but we also have to be very careful about it in this way as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there's some, some interesting things to take on board there. Mm. The real thing that jumped out for me is this, there's two big risks, as I see it. This lack of explainability was one of the points that, that was just mm. made. So I think transparency for decision-making, <clears throat> knowing what decisions you've made, when and why, I think it's really, really important so that, you know, if we're dealing with stakeholders and they ask us the question, well, why did you do something? Why did you make this investment decision? Why did you decide to go in this particular direction? We've got to be able to explain what it is that we've done mm -hmm. and if we've used an ai and we've overly relied on an ai and it's led to a decision where does accountability sit and i'm um mm. I, I do love talking about racy <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's one of my hobby horses obviously but where's accountability sit for the decision making if if you're following an ai and i'm not sure people would be following them um without thinking but we've really got to think about it and then the other thing that really concerns me is the bias who is it that is currently writing the code that sits within artificial intelligence and what biases are built into the code unbeknown to those people that are writing that code and writing those algorithms and i think this is a big big danger relative to artificial intelligence and i've got a colleague that's looked at this and done some research and they were really, really concerned that it was um, predominantly the males writing the algorithms and that there is a potential risk of um, male bias in the algorithms. And um, I can't validate if that's true or not because yeah. I don't have the data. But I think this is a big risk. Who's writing the algorithms and what bias has been built into these artificially intelligent um beings <laughs> for one of yeah such a good point isn't it i mean yeah you wouldn't yeah it's not something i thought of first i'll be honest i wrote down job displacement i did write bias down and discrimination um but actually it get that bias is that's a really good point isn't it because i think as much as as hard as we try we all have some bias you know whether we mean to or not and i think you're absolutely right that it could it, it could sort of spill into the ai I think that's the thing, isn't it? You know, bias can be conscious, but it, most often it's probably unconscious, isn't it? And when it's unconscious, you, you know, you're not aware um, of the, the the potential for it and also the implications of it. There's a really interesting um, uh, Netflix program called Coded Bias, which was presented by a researcher. I think she was from um, Massachusetts Institute for Technology, and she started it investigating face recognition systems and then became so concerned about the potential bias behind those systems that she actually changed her course of study to look at, at bias within algorithms um so yeah that, that's a, a must watch if if this is uh, um you know hitting a bit of a nerve for anybody I must admit. that sounds really interesting yeah absolutely it, it almost yes. leads us kind of seamlessly 
into our third question, unless, unless either of you guys have, have got anything else on that. I was just going to say about the job displacement, because I think that, that does tend to be the one thing that people are the, are the most worried about. That seems to be the first thing that comes to mind, doesn't it, when we say, you know, I'm a business analyst, could, could AI replace me? You know, I mean, it's, I suppose it's our livelihood, isn't it? It's our job security. Um, and actually, yeah, it's, in, it's an interesting point, and it's interesting that it came up first as well. But I think, I mean, the, yeah, the, the takeaway for me, I think, is that it might be able to do some underlying tasks that can help you. But like you said earlier, Pete, it's, it's a bit more about sort of improving your toolkit, isn't it? It, it's, yeah. it should be seen as a good thing, you know, and, and be, be approached that way. I think this is it. I, I mean, I like to think of it as, you know, that the future here is is more as a, a, a tool, as a, an intelligent assistant for the BA rather than a threat to whether we need any BAs or not, because there's always yeah. that element of human instinct and judgment that you can't really encode in an algorithm. Um, and, and it was interesting what it said at the very introduction. It said about general AI, and, and I have read a little bit about this. General AI is what most often people think of AI and, and what the science fiction programs show you, where you know it can do everything that a human can do and better. Um, but there's so many things that it can't yet do that humans can do. And, um, you know, when you look at how many years, I mean, I, I studied a course when I was doing my degree 30 years ago that talked about intelligent systems and things like that. Um, since that time, those 30 years, they still haven't been able to break the general AI thing. Um, so I, I, I'm slightly less concerned that AI is going to take over the whole world, but uh, I don't know, but it does lead us quite nicely into question three, if I might ask a uh, um, chat GPT AI avatar person, um, I don't know if you can call it a person, can you, which is, are there any ethical implications to the use of AI for business analysis? Yes, there are several ethical implications when using AI for business analysis. Here are some of the most important ones. One, data privacy. AI systems often require large amounts of data, which may include sensitive or personal information. There is an ethical obligation to protect this data and use it responsibly. Privacy concerns also extend to how the data is collected, stored, and shared. 2. Algorithmic bias. AI systems learn from data, which can include historical biases. This means that an AI could unintentionally perpetuate or even amplify existing biases leading to unfair or discriminatory outcomes. There's an ethical responsibility to minimize these biases and ensure fairness. 3. Transparency and explainability. AI models, particularly complex ones like deep learning, can act as black boxes, making predictions that are hard to explain. This can make it difficult for businesses to justify their decisions to customers, regulators, and other stakeholders. Ethically, businesses should strive for transparency in their AI systems and be able to explain their decision-making processes. 4. Accountability There must be clear lines of accountability when using AI. If an AI makes a decision that leads to negative outcomes, it's important to have mechanisms in place to hold the responsible parties accountable. This becomes more complex when decisions are fully automated. 5. Job displacement if AI systems can automate some tasks currently performed by humans, this could lead to job losses. While this is a broader societal issue, businesses have an ethical responsibility to consider the impact on their employees and take steps to mitigate the negative effects, 
such as through retraining or job transition programs. 6. Misuse of AI. There's potential for AI to be misused, such as for manipulative marketing practices, creating deepfakes, or other deceptive practices. Businesses have an ethical obligation to use AI responsibly and prevent its misuse. To navigate these issues, it's crucial for businesses to have a clear ethical framework for their use of AI, and to consider the ethical implications of their decisions not just in terms of compliance with regulations, but also in terms of their impact on stakeholders and society as a whole. That's interesting, isn't it? Um, th this has actually um, raised a bit of an issue for me. I mean, I, I did my degree, I did a degree in computer science and I graduated in 1988. So I really am as old as I look. Um, and at the time, some of my um, some of my lecturers were setting up a business that they called Ethitech. And it was very much about the ethical uses of technology. And I thought at the time, well, what's that all about? That's a bit of a, a jolly boys outing, isn't it? I mean, surely... You know, there's not many ethical issues to do with uh, IT and things like that. I was a bit wet behind the ears in those days, of course, in my early 20s. Um, but actually, throughout my career, I've become more and more aware of the ethical implications. Um, and, and when you, you read books on it and when you see programs where decisions are made by computers, um, where there is a lack of transparency, a lack of accountability, you suddenly think that's, that's not ethical, is it? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting. One of the things that I noticed in the response there was there's quite a lot of repetition mm. with the answers to the previous questions. And so some of the same themes are coming through. But what that shows me is that the technology that we're using, obviously the version of it for today, <clears throat> it's not able to connect some of the questions is my is my view of it and, and so it's repeating itself and it's kind of um it seems at the moment to be certainly this version a, a little bit primitive um if i might say and i think it will obviously get better it'll make connections in the discussions that you're having with it and and see the themes maybe um but um yeah i i think I don't know, it, it's made me think, right, policy and framework are really key. If we're going to use AI in our profession, we need a discussion on standards and policies. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, maybe we need that in our individual organisations. <clears throat> we might need a discussion across the business analysis profession as well. There's um, there an organisation I was working with um, recently and their chief information officer had um, put out a mandate in their organization that under no circumstances was any employee of the organization to put the name of the organization into the AI chatbot. And it was a data privacy, intellectual property um, concern, because obviously the AI is learning from the data that you put into it. So if you put in a lot of confidential data or sensitive data into the AI about your customers about your organization about the decisions that you're taking you're sort of giving away some of your knowledge and it's learning from that knowledge whether or not you like that or not and and it's kind of you've got to really think about well, what is the policy and what's the framework by which we should be using AI and I think that business analysts are well placed to start these discussions mm -hmm. to help our businesses move forward in terms of how might we use AI in our business um in a ethical and 
um, you know, a, an appropriate way. Yeah. It's the future, isn't it? I think, and we've we can't really get away from that. So we've, I think you're right. Having policies, having some structures in place, and having an initial brainstorm, like like we've done with the questions. You know, what what areas could we, you know, could we sort of um, fall short on? Where, where could there be problems? Where could be great benefits? I suppose it's a bit of a well, it's a learning curve, but it's also it's just you know it's about sort of identifying where the problems um, and, and the great things can can come from in terms of AI. I think this is a common thing with technology, isn't it? When when new technologies come about, there's um, a, a huge interest in it and excitement about the possibilities that the technology brings. But it does take a little while for things like legislation and policies and standards to catch up because people are so keen to do it, they just start to do it and use it. And, and we've got to be a little bit careful about that, haven't we? we, we as, as Jonathan said, you know, BAs in many respects are, are very well placed to start to think about some of these issues and to work with their organisations to ensure, you know, a more ethical use of that so that people don't get too carried away with the technology. Yeah, you're right, and we, we, we need that experience with it, don't we, to be able to use it to find out yeah. how we're going to use it, what problems we're going to you know, encounter. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit like the law, isn't it, when, you know, uh, I don't know, an accident happens, for example, we learn from it, we do an investigation, then we improve things for the future. We, yeah. we have great laws and, you know, health and safety policies, things like that. Same kind of principle, isn't it? We're going to be doing, doing that really for AI. Mm -hmm. It's a dilemma, isn't it? And, and it's a balance between those things, isn't it? You know, not getting too carried away, but also, as you said, yeah, we, we do have to start using it. Otherwise, we're not going to learn what some of the issues are going to be, you know, until we do so. Yeah. But it's exciting, isn't it? I think, you know, the, the concept is just amazing. We can do so much good with it. Such a great thing. I think, yeah, some of the possibilities around helping with decision making, helping to do the repetitive tasks, um, a little bit of creativity as well, kind of mm -hmm. getting the AI to help you with some divergent thinking around ideas for a problem. There's, there's so many different potential uses of the AI that I think we should be excited about it, absolutely, but also very mindful that we we need those discussions on, okay, what is it we're doing? What what is an appropriate use of AI? What data do we want to feed into the AI? And is that is that in alignment with our values as individuals and the organisations that that we work for? Yeah. That's it. Well, we need to exercise caution, don't we, in using yeah. it? You know, just make sure we're not doing anything. Uh, you know, don't think anybody aims really to do anything inappropriate with it. But you've got to make sure that you know you're using it within the sort of context properly yeah. that you're working yeah. within. Are we ready for question four then, our final question? Yes. So uh, this is a really good one as well, actually. So do you think that a business analyst needs to be human? Hmm. As of my knowledge cutoff in September 2021, yes, a business analyst role is best fulfilled by a human, despite the advancements in AI and machine learning. This is because business analysts perform a number of tasks that AI hasn't fully mastered yet. Here's why. One. Emotional intelligence and soft skills. Business analysts often act as a bridge between different stakeholders, management, IT teams, clients, etc. They need to navigate office politics, negotiate, persuade, and manage conflicts. These tasks require emotional intelligence, empathy, and other soft skills that AI does not possess. 2. Complex problem solving. While AI is great at handling clearly defined tasks and analyzing large amounts of data, 
it falls short when it comes to ambiguous situations and complex problem solving. Business analysts often have to deal with vague requirements, changing business environments, and multifaceted problems, which require human judgment and creativity. 3. Ethical judgment. Business analysts often need to make decisions that involve ethical considerations. While AI can be programmed to follow ethical guidelines to some extent, it's not capable of the nuanced understanding and decision-making that ethical judgments often require. 4. Understanding business context. AI can analyze data and identify patterns, but it's still limited in its ability to understand the broader business context, the implications of its analysis, or to predict the impact of external factors like market trends or regulatory changes. That said, AI can certainly assist business analysts in their roles, taking over more routine tasks and providing powerful tools for data analysis and prediction. This can free up time for business analysts to focus on the more complex, strategic aspects of their roles. As AI continues to develop, it's likely that the role of the business analyst will evolve, requiring new skills and areas of expertise. Well, I think that was quite a nice little conclusion at the end as well, wasn't it? You know, I mean, we'd, we we thought that we were going to have to go in there and, and analyze what it was saying and come up with some some uh, some conclusions from that. But I think it's some quite good balanced views out. I don't know about what, what you think, guys. Yeah, I, I think um, the emotional intelligence points, the need to understand the business context, uh, politics, you know, they're, they're things that needs that human um, actor to to be part of you know the work of business analysis um one of the things that i think that it missed and and i've got a bias view on this is that i think the ba is a leader so mm. i think we show leadership when we are conducting our work we help to lead our organizations in a strategically aligned and beneficial outcome driven way we lead discussions we lead the facilitation of workshops for example we might role model behaviors that help with our organizations becoming healthier in over the long term and it's the you know can can a ai show leadership not at the moment is my view and it, and may it may do so in the future mm. but um i do see the ba as a leader and therefore it's not possible to put your leadership into an artificially intelligent um, being or, or piece of technology. Um, so, it, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, they're, they're my thoughts anyway, initially. So I think for me, the first thing I thought was uh, when they said about the behavioral is best fulfilled by a human. I thought, well, phew, you know, for, for myself, with that, actually. for our <laughs> listeners in community, our BA community, you know, it's a bit of a relief, isn't it? We're still, still, uh, but I think as well, you know, the first thing that came up, well, sorry, the second thing that came up for me after that was the emotional intelligence part. And like you were saying, Jonathan, hmm. you know, if you, it, it's hard enough for us to deal with politics, relationships, you know, um, sort of keeping people on track with certain topics, perhaps in workshops or interviews, whatever it might be. These are difficult skills for a human. So, you know, yeah. can't, we can't really expect AI to be able to do those things. Um, yeah. Certainly not better than us, I'd imagine, because, you know, sometimes it's hard for us too. Mm. Yeah. And, and the broader business context as well. So, so there's a, a degree of experience. I mean, what's quite interesting, I guess, you know, because the technology can ingest lots of information very quickly is that 
AI has the potential for getting more experience and more consistent experience um, very quickly than any one individual BA. But again, that comes back to what we were saying earlier, that this could then become an assistant, you know, the BA buddy here, mm -hmm. that, you know, it can be using that to help um, a BA that doesn't have that same degree of experience, but the, the BA can then do the ethical bit and the nuanced thinking that mm -hmm. it mentioned to then come up with some outcomes and, and judgments based mm -hmm. on that huge amount of experience. So, so I, I think, you know, all of this seems to be pointing to the fact that, you know, AI and, um, and business and that, business analysts would all make good bedfellows, I think. Mm. Well, I think it's like a sense check, isn't it? So, you know, the output we get from AI, we can very much sense check and use use irrelevant bits that, that you know, are accurate. Um, but, but as well, I, I did have to laugh then, Pete, because when you said BA Buddy, I thought that would be a great name for the avatar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buddy. Yeah, call him Buddy, yes. A bit like, you took it. <laughs> like the movie Elf, Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great name for him. <laughs> Brilliant. Some great programme and film recommendations, Pete. Uh, um, I'm loving it. I watched a, a human I watched bias a, going on there. Yeah. I watched a film just the other day. It was called Eagle Eye, and it was about an AI that had taken over decision making in a military context. So wow. it's um, you know, it, it it was a twelve. It wasn't it wasn't an eighteen uh, film. Um, but um, it, there's kind of the there's that. There's a lot in terms of science fiction and, and other types of movies looking at, well, where's AI going to be? And I think there's a bit of hysteria, for want of a better word, around AI and people jumping on the bandwagon. And I'm really worried about people that are all of a sudden saying, well, well I'm, I've been an expert in AI for over a decade or or so on and and they may well have been studying it but the technology is moving and mm. you know maybe there are there are some genuine experts out there but there's a lot of people that are jumping on the bandwagon and, and i'm mm. going to say i'm at the start of my learning curve with regard to artificial yeah. intelligence i i've i've thus far used it to write a few birthday cards deliberately as a as a <laughs> and I, I did get it to help me write a personal statement for my wife that was applying she was that. applying for a university course and it was a task that she just couldn't get round to doing, and and I wanted to help her. And I thought, right, I'm going to get, I'm going to get test out the AI. I gave it some information about the university course and my wife's professional background, and it wrote a really nice personal statement. I then edited it, handed it to my wife, and um, my wife was absolutely delighted with the fact that we'd moved forward on this task, and actually brought her to tears the fact that that I'd done that. And tears of joy, by the way, not it wasn't a painful <laughs> thing. Um, but you know, there's it's got this potential to really help us if mm -hmm. we ask it the right questions at the right time and in the right way. But we've got to really think about how how we're gonna use it and how will it help us. Mm -hmm. So I thought you were gonna say you're looking at poetry then, Jonathan. But I think Well, maybe that could be the next brew poetry <laughs> yeah <laughs> generated by an ai <laughs> no, but it's, it's a great starting point that you've given your wife there isn't it you know it's, yeah. it's sometimes that's all you need it's better, better than starting from a blank piece of paper isn't it yes. so yeah yeah, yeah. No, that's great so, so do we now need to hand back to our buddy um buddy. for us then as as buddy <laughs> actually introduced us i guess I hope you have enjoyed this episode on AI and how it could impact the business analysis profession. I'm sure you will agree that this is a fascinating subject with lots of exciting possibilities for the future. 
Thank you for watching, and thank you to our brew crew Jonathan, Lisa, and Pete. If you have any ideas for future podcasts, please write to us at babrew at assistkd.com. Please also like, share and subscribe to our channel. Goodbye.